Excited to watch Annette. <laughs> so, may we start? <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, welcome to no. Can I Kick It? <laughs> no, you can't just say no. <laughs> the worst if part. A question. If I, if I receive a question, then that means I can give whatever answer I feel. I feel that. The worst part about trying to do the rolling intros. Is if I just do it, and then, like, uh, when we recorded with Daniel, and he just kept asking questions, uh, like, uh, as I would say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. it just you makes, need like, to power through it. Yeah, just start talking over everybody. Sure. Uh, absolutely, 100%. Just continue being like, welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Emilio Diaz. Today I'm joined by... Andy Gervuga. Colin Ashley. Gotta come up with a stand Number one now. in that stand, Colin <laughs> You sure about that one, buddy? Uh, uh, certainly of this crew. I mean, sure. for sure. Well, today we're going to be recording a commentary on Leo's character's Annette, the Palm Dolly winner. The third the ever year, Palm Dolly winner. For the year 2021. I yeah. guess I don't know if we've ever discussed whether we do, like, whether we call that the 2022 Palm Dolly winner or it's the um, 2021. It's the 2021. Yeah. What's the episode called? 2021, I think. Yeah. Then that's what it is. Is the first one called 2019? That feels... I think so. That's true. It's very presumptuous of us. I know this podcast <laughs> technically started like pre-pandemic, but it's hard. It's like hard to imagine or really remember it like pre-pandemic. And any, this seems like like almost purely a fixture of the pandemic i mean that's the thing is like everyone else started podcast during the pandemic and we had done it before and uh we were well prepared for the shift to remote yeah but then um, (laughs) yeah that's i mean i think that just lent to us being able to ask for guests yes yeah for sure it benefited us sure yeah i mean look the pandemic was good for us. What Who knows really if we would have even seen Annette without being able to get guests? I feel I like we would have seen, seen it. Annette. Yeah, Everyone's <laughs> yelling at me. <laughs> I mean, you're I'm coming being, in here with. I'm being so calm right now. <laughs> I'm just trying yeah. to transition into watching the movie. Sure, we yeah. should probably get started on this movie because guess what? It's long. It's long, but it sails by. It is quite breezy. I it guess. just yes. creams through. Creams? Ew! <laughs> what are you talking about? Second of all, how is being defensive gonna transit was the thing that was gonna transition us into watching the movie? What? <laughs> you're like, you're like, hey, everybody's yelling at me. I was just, I'm just trying to transition into the movie over here. And yeah, I'm I like, was how saying are those two I was, thoughts really. I was <laughs> saying that. We wouldn't have guessed without Annette. So let's start watching Annette. <laughs> or oh, whatever God, I, I said. watching Annette. Yeah. Um, how so, do we do this? Do we usually do a countdown? Yes. So 
Uh, we're, we have a net pulled up. It's uh, a proper, popularly available on Amazon Prime Video, as that is the U.S. distributor for the film. Uh, so that's a good place to be hovering right now over a play button. Make sure you skip over whatever ad they're putting up for Hotel Transylvania 4 or whatever. Yeah. Um, Sneaky P. Right. Uh, Patriot. Uh, Jack, Jack Reacher. <laughs> Jack Ryan. Uh, Jack Ryan. Right. Either of the Jacks. Um, Cullen's beloved Mozart in the Jungle. Mozart in the Jungle, naturally. Bosch. Yes. <laughs> Bernadette. Um, Reacher. Yeah, yeah, Goliath. <laughs> Ooh, what a cute mention. <laughs> yeah, it was on Prime Show. No, 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 no. Last Flag ahead. Flying. Um, Those are movies. The Boys. Like, the, the, tick. Boys. The, tick, the Tick. Famously. <laughs> yeah, famously. Uh, modern guest. Love. <laughs> yeah, um, Modern Love. Romanoffs. Too old to die young. Romanoffs. <laughs> great. Okay. Um, let's the start the movie, Railroad. please. Yeah. Andy, do you want to count us down? Sorry. I'll be happy to count us down. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. Let's go. You're talking you're talking about the busted pilots now? Whoa. whoa, whoa. (laughs) What was that one with Jeffrey Tambor and John Goodman? Uh oh, uh, Alpha House? Yeah, yeah. I watched all of Alpha House. Well yeah, isn't it fucking Doonesbury? It's uh Gary Trudeau, yeah. Yeah, Okay, we have have to start Um, the I, I realized right. what I just so did. So I'm going to... Yeah. <laughs> you got me started on a Gary Trudeau <laughs> yeah. you, you haven't even seen Tanner 88, you fake fan. <laughs> All right. We're going to have a good time watching yeah. it. I'm going to give us a good old-fashioned 3 two, one play, and we'll play on play. Okay? So if our audience is ready to join us, we will begin in 3, 2, 1, play. Now experiencing low audience chatter and the Amazon logo. There's some laughing. We have we we can't do this. We just yeah, need to gonna... talk. We don't, you can't keep describing what's happening sure. in these terms. So this is what my go-to is when I'm watching something. You didn't see this in theaters, right, Emilio? No, it was just like it literally did not play anywhere in my country. <laughs> yeah, I remember when I was seeing it in theaters, and this was happening. And the scene that's about to happen happens. I was just like, yes. oh, this is the best movie ever made. <laughs> right. Well, now, of course, we are explicitly ignoring the instructions we are being given as audience members because sure. we are going to talk throughout the whole movie. <laughs> yeah, this is maybe the worst way to watch this specific movie. Yes. But um, somehow it's going to be the most popular. Sure. Cullen, of course, still a big fan of our deep water uh, or uh, dark waters uh yeah don't spoil right? next year that's, that's what yeah ugh, uh that's when you go back to a lot right? i mean i'm never gonna watch but... deep water so this is such a it, it's not gonna be eligible <laughs> yeah and like this stuff i was just like this is so crazy i always forget this stuff it is a little yeah doesn't really have anything to do with the but it's just mood setting <laughs> I mean, mood, like, what's the mood? That, that feels like, like something whoa. like from from a Satoshi Kon movie. Sure. <laughs> and there's the man himself. That's a and cool I'm, tattoo on his hand. The tattoo's cool. The 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 cross cutting or like overlaying or whatever. Y'all ever play any instruments? Uh, yeah. Yes, oh. I played the violin as I recently talked about. Where? 
What? <laughs> just like I in real life? <laughs> fourth through twelfth grade? No, you said you his... recently talked about it. <laughs> oh, we talked about it on the podcast on the oh, Red Shoes yeah, yeah, episode, yeah, 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 I think. Yeah. Did Leo Kairos his daughter? I believe so, yes, with his late wife. He's a cool looking guy. Yeah. And there it is. I listened to the song so many times after this movie came out. I listened to it like recently. Yeah. It's the only like song that I would listen to from this. I feel no, like. there's other good ones. <laughs> I, I listen. Well, we'll get to it. There's yeah. another song I listen to a lot, but just one other one. I mean, this was just a bop. <laughs> yeah, it's a bop and a half. And then also, it's just so cool. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, this is the best. I can't believe this. Do is you how listen the movie to Sparks is. at all? Not really. I only know like a few of their singles. <laughs> I tried listening to them a little. It's like classic music that I'm like, this is good. I don't know if I'm gonna listen to it all the time. Turn it down a little bit so I can hear you all more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing the same. I feel like I'm also talking <laughs> loud because of that. Yes. Now I do like this is like live live vocal audio. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like and you can tell. Are I, don't, I don't think it's like that on uh the the soundtrack. No. Look how good so. they look. Marion Cotillard. They both look great in this movie, I have to say. He's so yeah, tall. She, she, she looks she looks incredible. I guess. The, the casual thing works for her. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is the man show. <laughs> oh, my uh, God, dude. <laughs> how, do you feel, how do you feel the background singers felt while recording this? Do you feel I like mean, it was crazy. There's one. Th- there was an outtake floating yeah, around YouTube where or something. Yeah, like, right. fucked it up. They, like, fucked it up early, and so they kept doing it, but they were all just, like, laughing. Joking, yeah. Here yeah. he is. <laughs> And Simon Helberg. Great sweater. Yeah. One of the Sparks brothers uh, having a lot of fun with his arm gestures. He's like gonna be in something else now, right? Helberg? Yeah. I hope so. They're giving him a Big Bang Theory spinoff. Are they? No. No. <laughs> I didn't I know that Carax did... and his daughter come, like, arrive here. I didn't ever notice that. Oh, sure. Uh, I know Simon Helberg did make a vocal cameo on Young Sheldon at some point in the last couple of years. It's going to be hard to not sing along. (laughs) Yeah. Outside. I always wonder about kids in art movies. Like, just like. Do they ever see it? (laughs) Like, do they ever see it? But also, like, what do their show parents tell them to be like? Right. So this is sort of the vibe you need to be going for. I mean, sure. my guess... Like, I mean, these kids, it's just like, they're just a choir. I assume they just sure. sing and show up. Like, they don't have that money. But, like, the daughter later in the movie? Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean... Is she, yeah. like, the daughter of someone? Or was she just an actor they found? I think she's just an actress. She was, recent, she was like, recently, like, clapping back on Twitter for someone, I think. Someone, like, was like, oh, she's only in, like, three minutes or whatever. And she, like, was like, and I prepared for months for that three minutes or whatever. Okay. <laughs> Devin McDowell, the uh, the young woman who plays uh, Baby Annette, who will appear much later. Yeah, spoiler alerts. 
again, please don't make this your first time watching this movie. <laughs> the classic commentary thing that no matter what, <laughs> someone yes. will say that. <laughs> yeah, I the weird logo. It's just like, here's a little cold open. Yeah. Oh, God. We have to watch this whole movie now. Oh, my God. I'm just really sinking in. No, it's great. All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, truly, the first time I saw this, I was just like, I literally have no idea what will happen next. <laughs> yeah. And then you just got, yeah, like, what would you call, what would you call, what would you call <laughs> this type of musical? In what sense? Like, are they sung through? Yeah, but is it, is, I guess it is, right? Yeah. Oh, this shot's so cool. Or, like, through composed. Like, the, yeah. I mean, in opera, there's, like, the term is recitative, which is, like, the, like, dialogue scenes in opera where it's, like, not as musically interesting and they're, like, moving the plot forward or whatever. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, through composed, like, you know, like Les Mis or... Umbrellas of Cherbourg. Sure. Because, I mean, there's not really that much talking. Like, his stand-up sets. And then everything else yeah. is song, I guess, right? Yeah, there's, like, a few other moments. And where is this filmed? I think in France, I mean. This is such a crazy performance. Because remember, um... Simon Helberg, like, he had, established yes, he learned, fresh residency yeah. in case they needed him to be the official French person in the in the movie or whatever before Cotillard. That's funny. That's commitment. Of course, we have recorded an extreme... We should acknowledge we've recorded an extremely long episode on this movie already with our... Yeah. Uh, well, about this movie uh, and about also other characters and also about sure. Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yeah. That's with true. Our, with our close personal friend, Griffin Hume. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure this episode will get just as many listens as that one did. Yeah. And he remembers it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and he likes us. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. This is funny. Literally, no one's listening to this. You're fine. lying. I know people will listen to this. Who's this guy? I don't know. I guess Amazon X-Ray says he <laughs> okay, does okay. not have him listed. He's not listed. I don't know. Banana and cigarette. Sick. Yeah. The ape of God, of course. And he looks like a monkey. <laughs> Adam Driver famously very, like, simian. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also, I mean, this is just so sick. What a shot. Yeah. Have you, either of you ever, I know, Colin, you're famously don't like, like, stand-up comedy or improv comedy, right? Like. Yeah, not really. Yeah. I mean, have, have either, have you been to, like, a stand-up show? No. 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 I feel either like. You? You're into I improv, not... though. Yeah. Wait. Me? Didn't you? Um, 
I went to like you... that Adam Pally comedy show, but it's like weird to this. That's almost just like a talk show. Sure, kinda. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. What I would describe it like, it's just like he um... shows up and just like talks about whatever random bullshit, and then brings on guests and they talk about whatever random bullshit. It's sort of like an a live podcast, but everybody's standing up. I guess that's what I would describe that show. With. Right, and it doesn't get recorded. No. Um. Yeah. So I, I've been to like a few. Like I've been to a few stand-up special tapings when I was in college in New York City. That the, those are like easy to get into. Uh, and I've seen, I guess, a few stand-up shows either like in theaters or at schools. I've only been to like a comedy club like twice, I think. Who do you see? Um, uh, I saw Mike Probiglia once at a comedy club in locally here in Rochester. Rita and Rudner. Then, <laughs> and then I forget the guy's name. Uh, he's someone who is in the movie Boondock Saints. Um, Norman Reedus. Sean Plastic Flannery. Sean Plastic Flannery. I said Sean Patrick. Come on. You can't do this. This is so crazy. Yes. I like um, the, the second stand-up set a lot more. Yeah. The second stand-up set, I was going to say, it's the song I listened to. Oh, yeah. The What's Your Problem? Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, his name is Bob Marley, but not that one. <laughs> I assume a portion of his set is about it. I think he referenced it, yes. This is so... Uh, but, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, it's just crazy to imagine doing this like yeah yeah this is so like vulnerable i feel right yeah. and figuring out the like wire choreography alone i feel like must have been really challenging this movie is just so dense like him like driver getting comfortable traversing that stage with that wired mic and like knowing how to manipulate it in the way that he needs to uh, if they're actually a crowd i don't i don't know or is it? Uh, I guess I don't know if this is just like cutting around and compositing. Who? Right. I guess it was mostly filmed before COVID, right? Yeah, it was supposed to come out twenty uh, twenty. Right. Um. What is the I thought, um? Uh, he dedicates it to Chris Rock and who else? Bill Burr, I think. Bill Burr. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I guess this is like the fourth for the tree with this movie, but it's like, it's like the background singing stuff. Is like, is that diagetic? Is that like represent? I know. Like, right? uh, yeah. What is that in the world of this movie? Yeah. Is like, a is that part of his show? Open question. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So crazy. <laughs> yeah, this movie is so good. <laughs> That cut so right. cool, and now cut to Cotillard in cut her to, cut to a national theater presents commercial, right? Exactly, NT Live, so huge stage. This is a wig she's wearing. I would yes. assume so. I feel like for most of my life, I just thought actors dyed their hair. I assume some I mean, do, but I sometimes like, they do. This is clearly supposed to be a wig. I know, but there's like, also, like, people are like, oh, yeah, like, the wig in that movie was crazy. And I was like, but that's what that person's hair looks like. And then I yeah. guess people just wear wigs a lot. Yes. But, I mean, but, I know but also, that. that is supposed to be, like, a wig within the... Yes, like, she, yes, has, yes, she yes, has short yes. hair. Yeah. 
in yeah. the movie. This is just... <laughs> and actually, I noticed in between... She has, like, like maybe a, a pixie cut or a little longer, and so may we start, and then she has, like, like short a really hair. short yeah. haircut um, in when it cuts to the beginning of the story. So that's interesting. This is such a weird... Yeah, this is just... This is just like, this is like the most like a real stand-up bit. I feel like <laughs> yeah, it's like sub sure. Trey Parker and Matt Stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I was gonna say it's like Jeff Dunham. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Jeff Dunham loves to do Hutu and Tutsi. <laughs> yeah. <material. laughs> oh my God, the Venn diagram of culture when <laughs> Jeff Go- <laughs> Jeff Dunham's. Stand-up shows were running on Comedy Central every day, and everyone was renting Hotel Rwanda. <laughs> God, Jeff Dunham sucks so much. So crazy. That looks like it hurts. People hate this movie. Sure. I, I know. I I have seen people on my timeline that fucking hate this movie and think it's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. I mean, I can understand that, certainly. It is aggressively non-traditional. Yeah, yeah. but I almost prefer it to Holy Motors, I think. I think I like Holy Motors more. I don't yeah. know. Obviously, I've now seen this one going on three yeah, times. Yeah, this is the third time I've seen Motors well. once. I've seen Holy <laughs> Motors twice. Did we talk about this on the last episode, the way that I watched it for the second time, Cullen? No. you forced me. I, will, I, will, so, I was watching it uh, in a, a group call. And, like, j- just hanging out. Because I was just refreshing myself in front of... It was before, before we had um, recorded that episode. Before we were recording the episode. Yeah, I had seen it in the theater. And it was, like, a few days later. And I was like, I really don't have... Haven't solidified my thoughts. It's a crazy movie or whatever. And then Cullen comes in. I'm, like, an hour 10, an hour 15 or something into the movie. And Cullen's like, oh, I was going to rewatch too. Why don't you just pause? And <laughs> when I get there, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I pause the movie and wait an hour and 10 minutes or an hour and 50 minutes or whatever it is for Cullen to catch up to me. Why didn't you just restart it? And watch the last, like, hour together. Because <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to restart it, I think. <laughs> yes. And I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll catch up and I'll let you know. And it worked out great. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time watching that last hour together. And he had a nice <laughs> third hour intermission. <laughs> And he's got the birthmark, right? That, like, grows. Yeah. He's so weird. He, like, had a rough time making this, right? Yeah. Wasn't it something, like, about the boat scene that he had, like, a rough time shooting? There was that where he was, like, I think... Well, that was just, like, there was a reporter on the set that day, I think. And so they captured that aspect of it being a rough shoot for him. Yeah. We've talked about it's like a New Yorker article that was the profile of him, I think. Yeah, and he's like um, there's like they're doing something on the boat and he gets um 
they like they're making him do it again and he's like we were nailing this yesterday what the hell's wrong with us today or something and he was like getting very like frustrated with Carax. yeah and it just i mean i'm sure this is a very taxing movie to make yes hey he doesn't have a movie this year right so yeah i mean this is the thing that uh you know uh Interim former co-host of the podcast, Jesse, told me that um, Driver not having a movie for the first time since 2016 uh, makes it likely that he could be on the can jury. Which, who knows when this episode's coming out, so we'll, we will right. probably know the can jury before it comes out. But When is uh, the man movie shooting? Oh, he's in the new man, right. Uh... Right. Didn't he replace Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who knows when that'll happen. Michael Mann. I mean, he got the money. That like that announcement seems to be like, yeah, we're going to announce this because it's actually happening now. Yeah. I assume it'll shoot this year, maybe later. Maybe maybe it'll probably be out 2023. Okay, it's going to be a... Already has a lot of pre-pro on it. Yeah, I mean, uh, he famously, like, Researches. Oh, he does have a twenty-two movie. He's in White Noise. Oh, but it won't be in competition because it's Netflix. Right. It won't be at K. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is such a great. Yeah. The one guy laughing in the middle of it. That's me. You. Lo- <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was gonna do. I thought he was going to do, like, a Shawn Michaels-style car up there. Do you think he could do that? He, he seems like the type of person who could if he, like, that, that, like, he wanted to. He has to be, like, so heavy. Sure. He's so tall and he's so jacked. Yeah. That's what I say. Like, I'm sure he's heavy. I guess he's, like, top heavy. I don't know if he's got it, like... Right. Like, His legs don't, yeah, look a little... Oh, what? He's got huge legs. Look at his... He's got big legs. <laughs> I guess maybe it's more Star Wars that where he stopped having. Right. Is that what Famously he beefed he... up for? I think so. How old is Driver? My guess is going to be He's like 35, 30, I think. 36. Yeah, 33 to 36 would be my guess, yeah. He oh, was born November 19th, 1983. I mean, yeah, look at him. So he's like almost 40. He's yeah. pushing 40. But I mean, like, he's think like about him at the beginning of Girls. Like, yeah, he's so, like, scrawny. <laughs> I guess that was yeah. 10 years ago, so... Yeah, but he still would have been, like, 29. He still would have been, like... Yeah. It's crazy. You haven't seen Girls, right, Amelia? No. I've seen the pilot. I think I tried watching the second episode. Great show. He's really good on it. Yeah. Remember how Judd Apatow is an EP on Girls... Well, yeah, crazy. Be on a lot of stuff. That that makes. Yeah, I think that makes he sense. needs to make more TV again. What do you mean? That's where his strengths are. 
You're not excited for the bubble? The bubble will be forgotten by the time this comes out. <laughs> the bubble's going to pop so soon. <laughs> King of Staten Island's good. It's fine. No, it's good. Action Bronson's really funny in that movie. Another one-scene cameo killer from Action Bronson. Okay. The uh, motorcycle helmet really distinctive looking on him. Sure. I mean, he's got the green jacket. Famously yeah. someone asked Carax why he loved green so much. And he was like, shut the fuck up or yeah, something. Yeah, he was <laughs> like, you American. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, yeah. flicked a cigarette at him. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my way. <laughs> That's more German, I guess. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah putting the visor down is really funny and of course we all love those stand-up comedian opera singer super couples who are always being accosted by the paparazzi yeah this is the world that i do want to live in <laughs> Where, like, Renee Fleming and her husband are, like, constantly... Yeah, I was gonna ask if any of us could name a opera Modern singer. opera singer? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love the chorus. Yeah, they're, like, an opera singer in Crystalia. Yeah. In Cool. <laughs> I, guess, I, guess yeah. I guess he's more cancelled adjacent than actually cancelled. Yeah, so he's like... Yeah, she just has the dream about it. Yeah. <laughs> but audiences do turn on him, so... Yeah, because like, they think he kills his sure. wife, and he gets arrested. Because he kills I mean, Helberg. he does kill his wife. Well, yeah, I mean, but... <laughs> they, the audience thinks that. Sure. Now it looks like the birthmark's gotten bigger already. Yeah. Evil growing. And here's where he's going. He looks very, like, uh... I guess... This is sort of Simeon-y, but he looks sort of very... He looks Neanderthal-y, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. Looks very, he looks like... Encino Man. You know, yeah. He is kind of a Fraser, you know? Maybe Fraser? I think if... Fraser might just be handsome, you know? What do you mean? I'm just saying, like, in terms of guy. Now, this was the other song that they, like, released ahead of time that I, like, heard as, like, a single. I heard So May We Start, and then I heard this one. And when I heard this one, I was like, oh, I don't know. I mean, it, it is just um, them singing, you know? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's them narrating the story, essentially. Like, I don't know. It's an interesting... It's an interesting choice of style of dialogue. Where they're just like sort of sort of singing their subtext, but also like I guess there's more subtext cuz like they're forcing it a little bit maybe. I don't know. Where was the first place you saw Driver? Amelia, do you remember? Where was the first thing I saw Driver in? I guess it almost had to be Force Awakens. You didn't see Lincoln? I mean, Lincoln. I did yeah, not I, I did not see Lincoln before I saw Force Awakens. I I'm pretty sure I got to Lincoln like more recently than that. 
What about sure. um, Francis Hyde didn't watch till after Force Awakens also. This is where I leave you while we're young. <laughs> while we're young also after. What if? Did you see Lewin Davis? Lewin Davis. That is true. That is probably. He really yeah. pops in that, obviously. Yeah. Because of the. Uh, yeah. Outer. Space. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. He's so funny in Lewin Davis. <laughs> but he's also. <laughs> yeah. Like, he is just. He's so weird and everything. Like, in Lone Davis, I think he's, like, doing something, and he, like, makes, like, a weird hand gesture towards the cat <laughs> and, like, makes a weird noise. So it's just, like, this is just this guy. He's always doing that. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Isaac him Timberlake wrecking crew. I mean. <laughs> if they ever got drinks after the shoot. Timberlake yeah, that's like, like, hey, you're really cool, man. I like your vibe, man. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Alternate universe Star Wars where instead yeah. of Boyega, it's Timberlake. It's just, I mean, in my head, it's Isaac and Driver like talking shit about Timberlake behind his back, but <laughs> just like the movie. Headland. Yeah, Headland. I mean, then Oscar Isaac and Headland are in Triple Frontier together, so they're obviously buds. Yeah. I mean, obviously. I mean, Isaac and. A driver are in Star Wars. I don't know if they're buds. No, they're buds. Come on. Um, I bet Oscar Isaac sent a very nice text after Annette came out. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Did he see it, or did think, he just send a text? He saw. Do you think? <laughs> do you think Driver sent one to <laughs> to Isaac about card when counter? Scenes from a marriage came out. <laughs> oh, I bet Adam Driver loves card counter. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure Driver would like is itching to work with Schrader. That'd be point, so probably. sick. <laughs> that might be too much, I think. <laughs> so this is also this came out at the can that there is like the big thing everyone kept talking about was how many scenes right. of people <laughs> going down on women there were because it's the same mm-hmm. one as um, Souvenir Two and uh, Worst Person in the World. I feel like there's another one. Mm-hmm. Teton, maybe. Sure. And then Ted Lasso had to run his mouth. <laughs> you keep. You're the only one who remembers. You're the person keeping that bit alive. <laughs> yeah, because it's so funny <laughs> that the fucking Ted Lasso Twitter account was like, "Oh yeah," and Ted goes down because <laughs> everyone was saying that he looks like the type of guy who wouldn't. <laughs> Is that what they are saying? I think, I mean, I, the, to my knowledge, that's what it was. And he's already looking at his watch. I got an alert. <laughs> it buzzed. Uh, yeah, and Watch Colin's the like, movie. Why are you looking at me? Yeah. <laughs> Look at everything. And, Colin, and Colin's like, anybody who says that they would do that is clearly just trying too hard. Nobody <laughs> yeah. actually does. Okay, go ahead and get your woke points. <laughs> Um, Once again, Henry McHenry playing, g- doing creepy hands. Yeah, this is like the second time he's done this to her. <laughs> and now he's tickling her. Have either of y'all seen Peggy Sue get married? No, no. So Nicholas Cage is in that, and he's right. like crazy in it. Uh, but he does the same like weird hands. Sure. 
Is that the one where he's like, I'm just gonna play it like I, I'm like Gumby or whatever? Like it's or like maybe he does a crazy some voice. movie where he's like, I'm gonna my take on this is that I'm doing an impression of a cartoon character. Maybe he's got like a yeah. crazy voice in it, like very like nasally. Um, but he's yeah. so funny in it. Oh, yeah, I love the news. I love the little break-ins. Whirlwind romance. This, like, aesthetically just seems like... Right, it does not look like any tabloid. No, no, no. Actually. Yeah. no I, just, I mean, I, I think it looks more like a 30 Rock bit. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Zim yeah. clearly in front of the green screen. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Orchestra tuning up. Nothing better. Oh, I can play, or I used to play alto saxophone and a little bit of bass, baby. Like a stand-up bass? No, like a do ba do 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 ba do ba do Seinfeld bass. Seinfeld basses? Yeah, I played that. Sorry. Here, wait. Yeah, it's... Simon Helberg reprising his Floris Foster Jenkins role. Have you even seen Florence Foster Jenkins? Have I seen <laughs> Florence Foster Jenkins? Of course I have. Florence Foster Jenkins. Theaters. They're just like the red shoes. Yeah. He's so good. He just makes such an impression, and it's like, where have you been? What if you rewatch, <laughs> rewatch that if you've already watched every episode <laughs> yeah. of the Big Bang Theory? What if you do a fifth run through of the whole entire series of the Big Bang Theory? And you're like, wow, he's been brilliant here the whole time. Yeah. I'm waiting for Young Sheldon to end so I can watch it chronologically. <laughs> yeah. yeah, machete well. order. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Here's the Quit Big Bang Theory the, order. By the time this comes out, I imagine the 100th episode of Young Sheldon will have aired, and we'll all know what the game-changing twist was. <laughs> yeah. Do we want to take any guesses? My assumption uh, is that he meets the young version of the other uh, okay. Big Bang Theory guys. Johnny Galecki? Like, all of them? Oh, all of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they meet Penny in the first episode of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they can't, sure. They can't, they can't Penny do Penny. Yet. Yeah, they can't do that one. We're up all yeah. night to go lucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are the other guys' Well, we're done it's, here. It's Galecki. It's, it's, it's uh, Parsons. Right, and uh, Kunal Nayar. Yeah. Kunal Nayar. of Jeopardy fame. Well, she doesn't come in until later. <laughs> She's like a third or fourth season edition. What's the other lady? Melissa Rauch? Melissa Rauch, she's also a late edition. Um, uh... Who are the... Uh, uh, Will Wheaton is on it a lot, right? <laughs> we can't just... Uh, He's a current guest star, yes. Let's do, our, let's do our guesses. So we have Emilio's guess. My guess is that they go to Teen Sheldon, they just get a new guy. Sorry to um, Ian Armitage. <laughs> yes, you'll have to be back, go back to being the, the littlest theater critic or whatever it was called. I forget what his official title was. 
Um, Ian loves theater. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I recommend those videos. Um, I will guess uh, time travel twist old Sheldon is now going to try to interfere with young Sheldon's life in some way. All right. So we get all locked in. What if they do Teen Sheldon, Colin, but it's Jim Parsons and Young Person and Clifford makeup? Uh, then I might have to watch. <laughs> Jim so, Parsons very talented. Sure, he's in Garden State. You love that. Haven't seen. Do you think Jim Parsons has a this perf- has an Annette in him? That's what I was gonna ask. Do you think the rest of the Annette, uh, the Big Bang Theory cast has an Annette in them? I know he's doing like. Michael Osiello's like memoir about his like partner dying. I think Jim Parsons is adapting into a movie that I th- wonder if he has Oscar ambitions. Am for. I crazy or is Parsons in the Ryan Murphy verse? He is. Yes, he was on Hollywood, I think, and Hollywood. That show. I feel like there was that's like a classic. There was so much to do about it. And then just like, does anybody? Oh, and then no shows. one watched it. Yeah, I mean, politician. Politician. His Netflix. His Netflix run is like the biggest failure of his career. Ryan Murphy. It's crazy how none of those. I guess Ratched had that was a that had a pop views. for sure. Yeah, yeah, but like everything else, I guess the prom did okay. He did the Boys in the Band remake also, right? Boys in the Band also, like I think, got decent notice. But like, no one watched like. Do you know anyone who watched the Boys in the Band remake? I didn't know that had come out. Uh, I know a few people. I have not personally. I'm sure it's pretty good. Sure, like... But it's just like... I mean, did he also do that Halston show with Ewan McGregor? Yes, which keeps winning awards. That isn't... (laughs) TV is literally so fake. Yes. What show? Halston about... Halston. About the designer Halston, played by Ewan McGregor. Um, what are you talking about? They did a full-ass <laughs> show about it. About who? Netflix series. <laughs> Halston. Who? <laughs> so Amelia just doesn't know Halston, which is fine. <laughs> You're the fashion guy. Who the fuck is Halston? This is an L for you, dude. <laughs> I hate to say it. <laughs> um, but. That's a new television program? It came out last year, maybe year I mean, before. it's like a year old at this point. It's I think it's finishing up its awards run. <laughs> but I mean, politician did two seasons, <laughs> three, I think. You shut up. <laughs> or is there a third coming? Roy Halston Frowick was his name, an American fashion designer. Rory Culkin plays Joel Schumacher in it? Yeah. (laughs) Christopher Rodriguez is Liza Minnelli, of course. (laughs) This is so fake. Are they real people in Hollywood? Uh, It's a mix of real people and fake people, I think. Is there, like, one where it's, like... (laughs) You know, fucking Dave Franco as somebody. I mean, there is some some stuff like that, I think. 
I mean, the whole thing on that was like it was like a revisionist taste on like what if Hollywood got woke earlier or whatever. Yeah. Thank God we had him do it. Let's see. Famous shot of driver here. Daniel London as George Cukor. That's funny. Billy, Billy Boyd as Noel Coward. Jesus. Jake Picking plays Rock Hudson. Here she is pregnant now. Paget Paget Brewster as Tallulah Bankhead. Harriet Sansom Harris as Eleanor Roosevelt. Wow. I bet that's good. And see, like, what is the deal with it? Like, this movie's so crazy. This is just, like, everything that he does. It's like, yeah, I'm going to do a little something. And I guess if you think that is annoying, like, this will be the most annoying movie to you. Right. Yeah. Crazy. He's worried about the baby being a clown. That is a horrifying prosthetic of a baby with a clown yeah. face. Yeah. I mean, this is, like... Colin, so Laura Harrier is in Hollywood. Do you think Clay Thompson has seen <laughs> Hollywood? Yeah, I think he watched every. Are episode. they still dating? <laughs> if, no. if not, then he hasn't watched it, and if they are, then he has. Or no, swap swap that. <laughs> if they broke up, he watched it all. <laughs> you think he was down bad? Yeah, he's. Like, this is maybe my favorite musical. This is a, yeah, I like this song. I love this. But I mean, I I like all the chorusy stuff. I think it's yeah. The chorus is always good. It's just a fun thing to have. As I yeah, I think that was my first letterbox review. It was like it would be so fun to be a chorus person in this. Just... Sure, yeah, just you get to do all the costumes. Yeah, you mess up one <laughs> note and then Leo's character yelled at you and Adam <laughs> yeah. punches you in the face. <laughs> I'm sure he's very nice to his co-stars. You think he would consider you his co-star? <laughs> he keeps getting all this work. He must be pleasant to work with on some level. I mean, what, he had three movies last year? The two Ridleys and Annette? Does he have something else apart from... White Noise? I think that's it. And and uh, Man, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a couple other things that are, like, announced, but I think they are not... Um... They're not, like, in production or anything. Uh, it's... What is it? It is... 65? It's something called 65, which has two other actresses in it who are young and is directed by a directing duo of Scott Beck and Brian Woods, who are, I guess, a writer-director pair. Um. And then Ferrari... The Enzo Ferrari movie, uh-huh. the man one, and then something called Yankee Commandante, which has no other creative people attached. I don't, it doesn't look like. Seems like they direct horror movies mostly, and they wrote a Quiet Place. What is? I know Yankee Commandant. What is that? Yeah, this is the good. This is the great song. Now we have Baby Annette entering the movie uh, exactly 41 minutes in. Yiggy Commandant is the Jeff Nichols movie. Oh, well, Jeff Nichols is not listed on it at all. Weird. So, that's weird. I was like, well, why I guess do I it know that? It doesn't list uh, him on the actual 
movie or show page either. That's weird. Um, it's about an American who becomes a general for Fidel Castro. Wow. Hmm. Driver is really good in Midnight Special, I will say. Yes, I do remember liking him a lot. Thank you. I don't remember I mean, uh, Midnight Special is like on my version of the I bet that's good list. I mean, sure, yeah. it's mostly good. I really think the ending is a whiff, but otherwise I like it a lot. I've never seen the Jeff Nichols movies. I've seen them all. Oh, I've only seen, yeah, the, the two. The, uh, the the two that year. Yeah, Loving. Midnight Special and uh, Loving. Yeah. Love, and Loving's great. Uh, is uh, Take Shelter, is that what that movie's called? Yeah, that one's really is good. That... What are the other ones? Uh, shotgun Stories and Mud. And I guess okay, this is the entry of the puppet, movie. right? The this puppet is was like there at first, but yeah. Uh, this is what I was but this watching. Is when you, yeah, right. This is when you're like, oh, this is just going to be a puppet. Well, yeah, I was watching and I was like, I don't think I could tell at first. Um, and then when it was that scene, I was like, wait a minute, this is a puppet. And then like that was obviously the shot from the trailer of him holding her just on his arm. And we were like, he's like really... <laughs> Calling that baby weird. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, um, Nichols. He is that a uh, t-shirt cannon? No, it's a water bottle. I did listen to every episode of Hank the Cow Dog. Did who's who did? Wait. <laughs> That's Jeff Nichols' uh, children's, children's audio fiction podcast? Yeah. Right? Oh, he did a light, right. Who's in that? That, like, a lot of heavy hitters are in, I think, right? I didn't, I mean, I was joking about listening. Right. I did I, not. Yes. <laughs> I mean, like, it's just... I do think, like, every choice this movie makes is good. <laughs> it's one I of those things where I just, I get, Every like, choice it makes, it's a choice i would say i don't know oh yeah yeah i'm just like yeah this is a net everything that happens in a net right yeah i we talked about it i yeah i think making cotillard an opera singer is like maybe not the right choice no what why just just i i mean just because like it is a musical and then having her like talent be singing like it messes with the world too much i feel like yeah, Matthew McConaughey, Jesse Plemons, Kirsten Dunst, Joel Egerton, Scoot McNary, Michael Shannon, Leslie Jordan, Cynthia Arriva. Yeah. It's the, the cast of Hank the Cow Dog. Leslie Jordan famously doing the Oscar announcement this year. Oh, he was so good. He was so nervous. It was very sweet. He's also the I'm about to bust guy. <laughs> Is he? Uh, yeah, I think so. This is speaking. This is there's no singing happening right now. This is a, just pointing that out. This is the scene, right, where she this is she's a great about to fall asleep and, and dream uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. that. What? Well, yeah, I was gonna ask also similarly what everyone's first exposure to Cotillard was. I think mine was like the trailer for Public Enemies, and then Inception. Because I don't think I'd seen yeah. her in anything before Inception. I'm going to guess it was Inception. I think... I saw I, Public Enemies, like, pretty soon to when it came out. But I don't remember... I mostly remember, like... I don't remember her that much in it. I didn't remember her that much in it. So Inception, I think, is, like, the real thing where I was like, wow. Yeah. 
I, I think the first I heard, oh, well, I guess I had probably seen Big Fish, but I don't know if she had really read. I had seen Big Fish. That. I did not remember her, but um, I was very young. Yeah. I the first time I like remember making note of her is in the Livian Rose Oscar run. Sure, yeah. Like just her being around a lot. I didn't see that movie. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I guess this is an actress who just came out of nowhere and everyone is giving an Oscar. Where we're giving her an Oscar now. This is just a very good song, I think. I don't think so. Weird thing to say. I mean, I I I don't even beyond my problems with its plot functions, I just don't like to listen to it. I mean, its plot function, I think, works just as this is the fears you would have about a controversial comedian. I just feel like it's so... I don't know. I, don't, I find it very disconnected from the rest of it. Right, and then, yeah, framing it as them, like, just worrying about her is a little weird to me. How so? I don't, like, they, uh, they I feel like deserve that, their own justice or whatever, like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that is a typical thing of this sort of thing, where it's just like, well, we just want nobody else to get hurt or whatever, and I feel like that is, like, a, na- a natural way to frame this. I don't have a problem with that. Sure. Yeah. A lot of tunnels in this one. Big fan of tunnels. Yes. Yeah. Similar to the tunnel in uh, Vox Lux. She's on the motorcycle doing the video for that one song. Um, why can't I think of the name of the song? This moment of Cotillard is really good. For waking up. Yeah, this is when she gets her scene to herself, basically. Henry McHenry and his motorcycle. He loves it. He's such a rebel. He would never travel by car. He's like Fernando Tatis Jr. Yeah. A reference for nobody. He's a baseball. He's like a great baseball player. People think he might be one of the best in the MLB, but he okay. recently got it. Has a wrist injury that's gonna mm-hmm. like sideline him for half of the season. And then somebody, a reporter, asked him, "Was it because of the motorcycle accident?" And then he responded with, "Which one?" <laughs> <laughs> Which is just like crazy. I feel like if you're a professional athlete, you shouldn't ride a motorcycle. But, uh, yeah, I guess nobody can tell you what to do. That's true. I have I no this. memory of this stuff. Yeah, this is so good. It's just, I mean, yeah, I just love a very night driving scenes. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, you could draw a lot of lines to that. The Ape of God is such a funny name. Yeah. I mean, he is like... 
doing Andrew Dice Clay like smoking on stage bits. <laughs> He's so it's so crazy. The um Yeah, I I not seen the uh Lavian Rose. <laughs> yeah, I Which is did. crazy cuz it's like I think one of the top three songs ever made. Sure. You love Edith Piaf. Edith. I'm I'm sure that's it's not a great movie. I yeah, would. I'm I imagine it's like Judy or whatever. For sure, yeah. She's got the weird eyebrows. Um Is Rusted Bone good? Um, is that Odiard? Is it is it What's the Did she make a Dardab movie? She did, yeah. Two days, one night. That's very good. I think she's very good in that movie. Um, even though it's a bit like... Uh, I don't know. I suppose didactic. Um, it, uh... Yeah, because... What is between Public Enemies and Livian Rose? Does she have any other big like crossovers? But I guess Livian Rose is after um It's after Big Fish, so she's already popped. Yes. Yeah. Big Fish is oh three. Yeah, and Livian Rose is what, like oh five? Uh, later. It's so sick. Oh seven. Wow. And then Public Enemies is oh nine. Inception's ten. Yeah, she's of course a nine in two thousand. She's a nine. Yeah. So I I probably knew of her through just like. So I guess I saw her in nine before I saw her in Inception. That's wild. Yeah. Nine really feels like it came out in a post-Inception world in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> it's so current. I think it came out last year. <laughs> so I mean, fresh. Is that a period piece? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's like 60s, right? He's Fellini. <laughs> He's like... Yeah. I, listen, yeah. I imagine. I just... Uh, I just thought, like, what if... The, who's the modern day Fellini? Daniel Day-Lewis, obviously. No, it's... Paulo Sorrentino. Young oh, Fellini. Jessica Chastain that? told us. Jessica Chastain, of course. <laughs> I thought it was like Shea Serrano. <laughs> Jessica Chastain is the female Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In literally every way. Not a bad place to be. Literally every way. Both, they're very talented actors, and I like watching them on screen. And they also love giving quotes. <laughs> yeah, they love talking. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Damon should tweet more. God, Matt, da- voice. Matt Damon needs to be a poster for sure. <laughs> if Matt Damon had a Twitter, he would no longer be able to be in films. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, during the la- during the last duel, all the criticism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Has Chastain and crazy. Driver ever worked together? No. It's a good question. Um, 
That's like too much for one movie, I think. Sure. I don't really know about Chastain's process. She seems very. She seems. She seems very precise. Is the thing. Yeah. What's the Chan Pen? She's a Stradivarius. Yeah, she's a Stradivarius. <laughs> All of these audience bits are so crazy. Oh, I forgot Adam Driver was in The Zookeeper's Life. Oh. <laughs> he was in Miss Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> God, if I did Adam Driver in an Aaron Sorkin movie. <laughs> oh. Is he not? It'd be great. It'd be wonderful. I don't think it would. No, like, he's not, not even, he not, not even, like, not even like an anti-Sorkin thing. I feel like, I feel like Driver would just hate that. I feel like precision of language is just not his thing. I guess he's a Yale guy, so I guess he could do. He, there's probably yeah. he probably has it in it. I, just don't know I saw it. him in a play. He does like he yeah. <laughs> What play did you see him in? Uh, Burn This. Was that the Carrie Russell one? Yes. That's like the one that everyone was like, ay yeah yeah yeah, this is so horny. The whole marketing campaign of that was like, look at these sexy people on stage having a sexy time. They're like covered in water. Yeah, and then the play's not really, like, I mean, there's like, they have sex in it or whatever, but it's not like, that's not like what all, all the play is about. It's about like artists living in new york city and stuff like and yeah in my mind that's the play that they're doing in birdman (laughs) i gotta watch birdman again i gotta run birdman and i gotta run the revenant back i think i've never seen revenant birdman's good that i'll die on the yeah birdman's good i'll die it's a good movie birdman's good yeah, I never need to watch Revenant ever again, certainly. But uh, Revenant press tour gave us a lot, I have to say. Give us then Tom Hardy, Hardy and th- Leo both in their vape era. And then, like Tom Hardy being like, "Yeah, I th- I almost beat the shit out of Injury too, or whatever." We gotta get uh, Driver and uh, Hardy Dri- in the movie together. Yeah, Driver and Hardy. That would be. Running wild, Driver and Hardy. They should make a Paul Schrader movie. Paul, <laughs> that literally anyone who is involved with that and watches that gets canceled. <laughs> that movie is too aggro. Let's just make Driver the Venom Three villain. <laughs> he would never. He would never. He should have been Craven the Hunter. <laughs> but Aaron Taylor Johnson uh, yes, had uh, to over over Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yes, absolutely. Aaron Taylor Johnson is somehow both we have Tom Hardy and we have Adam Driver at home. God, Aaron Taylor Johnson should have been the Charlie Hunnam role in Triple Frontier. Just fucking cowboy shit. That Gary Hedlund says that. What? Gary Hedlund says that. No, that's uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson in uh, Tenet. <laughs> oh, I forgot that he says that in Tenet. Gary Hedlund says that in Triple Frontier. <laughs> Cullen, of course, has the script to add Triple Frontier tattooed on his back, so he knows all the lines. <laughs> he just has the Garrett Headland line. 
Yeah. There's not a lot I get to say. What's his character's name? Uh, it's like something like... Oh, he's like... Everybody in that movie has a name, and he's yeah, yeah, yeah. like a normal one. Isn't everybody's name like Domino or whatever, or like, it's like yeah. or like what Thundercat or like, like Wildcat? Yeah. <laughs> Warhead, I think, or something like that. Thunderbirds. Here's where it is. Adam Driver's bomb. Henry McHenry's bombing on stage. Everyone's calling him an asshole. This is what happens happening he's like in the movie just right now. Playing the song, getting through it. Yeah, this is so strange that he now hits a button and the song plays, and the other time he didn't do that. Like, and they had a rush out. Yeah. Background singer is such a vibe. Like, how do you get into that? Crazy shot. And then here's... Yeah, this song's very good, I think. Did we ever say that the the album version of this... Originally, there was just, like, the can album or yeah, whatever, which put only out the was highlights. Version. There's, like, a deluxe that's, like, everything. So you can just get everything now on, like, Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. Then let me know more. This number. Oh yeah, I think I mean he's just so magnetic. Yeah. And this is such big, like uh yeah. Big Jesus Christ superstar energy in this number. Oh uh, yeah. His energy, I mean, it's just so good. And the his mustache? physicality. Get off, get off the stage. This is also famously uh, the scene I used for the meme that I made. <laughs> for I never should have smoked that shit. Now I'm at the Henry McHenry show. Made a big impression. Everyone loved it. Maybe you saw it. Yeah, you probably recognize me viral. as the guy who tweeted it. <laughs> we'll, of course, be retweeting it in concert with the release of this episode. Uh, yeah. Hell right off at a stage. Um, Fuck out of here. Yeah, this is the New Yorker and I'm coming out. (laughs) Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. And then, yeah, I don't know what... uh, Everyone's exposure to uh, Simon Helberg is first. <laughs> is it possible that Annette is the first thing Emilio saw with Simon Helberg? <laughs> I mean, I've seen I mean, I've seen Bang, Big Bang Theory reruns. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, Doctor Horrible, of course. Oh, is he in that? He's moist. I have no rem- I have no memory of it. I've I've seen it. I have no memory of it. I watched it so many times that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> this is the scene with 
um, Coats Yard by Yourself. Yeah, this one is yes. the one that the second time I watched it, I was like, this is an incredible scene. This might be the scene that I had paused on for an hour while you caught up to me, I think. This is a great shot. It is nice. Yeah, I love their pool. Does everybody... I feel like this is a European thing, having just, like, pools like this. Just, like, this style I have. Long, thin pool. Yeah. I like it. I would love that. It's like a lap pool, right? Yeah. I guess. But it's like, you know, uh... God, how... Why can I not remember? Undine? Call me by your name? Oh. He's calling me by your name also. But, like, Undine, I feel like... The oh, pool. they're mostly in a la- Oh, they do have that big pool. That one's like a normal pool, though. I don't really. Remember. I guess that is the one where she kills the boyfriend. Yeah. Or the ex-boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a normal pool. I like pools. I like being in a pool. I like, I like pools swimming. for sure. I don't really like. I the do ocean. like the song a lot. Don't. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a big ocean guy. I don't like the beach really. The beach sucks. I live so near all, so many of them. Yeah, the grass is always a greener situation. I love yeah. the beach, but I also don't live near one. I will say I've I have grown to love to like being on the beach, just like walking there, mm-hmm. walking on the sand. I think yeah. it's like the prospect of getting in the water that I'm less of a fan of. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Wait, what's wrong with swimming in the ocean? Just too salt? salt? Yeah, salt water. I have sensitive eyes. Start fucking with my eyes. Great smoking. Don't in this have movie. any good goggles. I mean, then you just look like a fucking dork. Then you can't impress the yeah. ladies at the beach. <laughs> I mean, he's like, what do you mean? How you get, you don't have your protective goggles? <laughs> yeah, you don't have your pool floaties on. <laughs> yeah, you're not in a rubber ducky inner tube. <laughs> Andy getting in an inner tube at the beach is very funny. It's like not really a beach toy, I suppose. No, yeah, yeah. I'm always in the do- in the donut inner tube that from Martin Scorsese. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big Homer donut. <laughs> yeah. This is like this feels like a shareboard type song. Yeah, sure. Well, not state. Will not say anything. Emilio about. doesn't like Cherbourg, obviously. <laughs> he told me that he watched uh, Ro- Young Girls of Rochefort also and was like, I think I just don't like the sound of French people singing. <laughs> I like I that like, movie, though. That's a great movie. Yeah, sure. Rochefort is great. But uh, I just feel like they have. I just feel like. It's just like, I feel like when they're really singing, I feel like French is a beautiful language to hear singing in, but I feel like the half talk, half singing, like the poems, it's just like, it's, it's just not pleasant to me. The crazy, the puppet. And there was like live puppetry, right? I'm sure. It's so it looks like it's there, you know? It's not look, it doesn't I know, look like yeah. it, was, it was composited in. But they just, you, I guess, you, they clear out the wires. They probably stuff. cut the strings or the operators, yeah. <laughs> cool art form puppetry I like it I find it a bit scary I do have to say sure <laughs> it does it, that's just because your first exposure was the puppetry of the penis uh, like, wow that's a <laughs> very bold thing to say about a child <laughs> I mean we, you could have been exposed to it for the first time like last year we don't know <laughs> yeah can't be true. I said nothing about what age you were. 
Um, the green lights on the pole also very cool. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean the Muppets aren't scary. Uh they can be. Animal. The Muppets and the chains and the Christmas Carol. I just saw that oh, for sure. the first time last year and it was scary. Never seen. Sweetums is also definitely like can be scary too. I guess like Snuffle Up, I guess can be kind of scary. Sure. It's crazy, I because I feel like they didn't do much. I didn't see much press for this movie. Yeah, it feels like such Amazon a big movie. No, they dumped it. It came out for two weeks in theaters and then was on Amazon. I know, and no one so ever crazy. talked about it. It was a huge hit at Cannes. What? Best director. Oh yeah, I won an award. I guess so did like Nitrum, but. But I, I don't know. I, I feel like I was just so hyped for it for so many years. Yeah, I guess it won, it it won out, a more like, major no award than, like, Worst Person in the World or Drive My Car, which are clearly things that had a bigger impact than it. Yeah, than, like, Teton or this. Yeah. I mean, Teton and this, are, they just, like, got buried. But they are also, I guess, weirder movies than Worst Person in the World or Drive My Car. Yeah. Yeah. Let's check in. How my level's still looking? They're still looking alright. Yeah, all let's right. do this We're live, certainly. Uh, I mean, do you want to notice that the levels are bad at the end? I say we can maybe do it without talking about it. <laughs> I want the experience of what it's like being here watching it with us, you know. Yeah, I guess, I mean... This look on Driver, the hat... Uh, the... He's so skinny looking here. Emaciated. Yeah. And then here we go. This is the big scene. I feel like she this looks is all like, we knew uh, about this movie was that there was a boat. She looked like Leah Seydoux in that poster. Yeah. Cool looking ocean. Yeah. Certainly. I think all the effects, like, the, it all is, like, cohesive with its style. And I think they all look very cool. Yeah. Um. I would never... Like, I was talking recently... Because I was watching The Evil Dead and I was talking to people. I was just like, I don't think I'm a cabin guy. I don't think that it, that's ever seemed appealing to me. Just, like, go to a cabin and chill. And, like, these sort of, like, yacht trips are also, like, I know the thing that rich people do. They, like, always, they, like, also never seemed appealing to me. It's one of those things where I would be like, this is so sick. I'd love to do this. Like, I'd love to go to, like, you know, obviously, like, thinking of, like, nicer things than Evil Dead. But, like, I was like, I would love yeah. to go to, like, a nice cabin. But then, like... I don't know. I feel like the first day I'd be there, I'd be like, it is, like, scary out, and also, I want to be in my bed that I, like, know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's also, like, uh, it's also, like, we talked earlier, aggressive reader <laughs> thing, where it's, like, I feel like my desires are to be in a more densely populated place in, like, a city, not to be more isolated. So that's, isolated, yeah. So that's, like, never... And it's also one of those things where I'm, like, what would the internet be like? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's the point of going on a yacht if I can't <laughs> check my incoming letterbox feed? <laughs> yeah. My God. But I wouldn't oh. be watching any movies. <laughs> but it's like, uh, yeah, I can't imagine, like, taking, like, 
a boat trip from Monaco to Cannes or like a yacht trip from like Monaco to Cannes. And even though that's like the most glamorous thing you could possibly do, that sounds like a nightmare to me. I think if it was like a nice um, crew of people that I was with. I mean, that's the whole thing. It's like you get a crew to like do things for you. I mean, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, also I mean, like people that are like having fun I, with but, me. Like, yeah, but I don't even, it's like same as the cabin. Like I'm not even picturing like an evil dead cabin and I'm not even picturing like this sort of boat situation. I mean, even in the most ideal circumstances, I don't think I would have fun. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's prove it. Uh, we're yeah. This is where we announced that we're doing a boat trip. Uh, Andy's kind of commission. <laughs> Andy's commissioning a yacht. Yeah. We are exactly halfway through this movie right, right now. This wow, it's cooking. And Cotillard's about to exit. Could you take it? I guess I don't know enough about the Great Lakes, but like, could you put a yacht on it and then get to Toronto? <laughs> Uh-huh. From where? Yeah, you can go from Lake Ontario through Lake Ontario. Yeah, there was a, a famously uh, uh, doomed project by one of Rochester's mayors was the fast ferry, which was supposed to be like you know two hour trips for to Toronto or whatever uh, on a boat that ran three times a day or whatever. How long does it take usually my boat? Like five hours to drive to Toronto? Yeah. Uh, it's more like four, I think. <sighs> Amelia was like, how feasible no, is it's it more, to it's, send a giant like, boat through a river? Like, if it's Geraldo. Give me a second. This would be the scene that he was talking about, probably. Yeah, right? yeah, he, yeah. Or they he... were, because I mean, they're in, they're on a soundstage, obviously, and they're getting like yeah. sprayed. And I think it was right. like, it could be wrong, but I feel like the exact complaint was like, they like were mad that they were mess- messing up the choreography and like slipping, maybe. And sure. Um, and that like, other people were messing up and driver. Yeah, he was like, we did this the other day. Like, why? Can't we do it now? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I would. I mean, as like the sort of dumpiness of the release, I would be so curious to know what it was like to make this for like Cotillard, who's like, it is weird how sort of secondary she can feel when she is like in it so much in this first hour. Um, but then it just the movie, you know, it shifts and like. Halberg becomes the second lead, and well, with this movie, maybe Annette becomes the second lead. Sure. Did this make money internationally? I don't think so. It is a weird thing because I, I mean, it, it came out. At it a did time. okay at the Cesars, right? Or like it got nominations. I believe it got yeah a few nominations. I feel like they gave like a lot of weird wins. Like the lady from the Alien De movie, famously won for best actress. Yeah, <laughs> let's look Celine at the Cesars. This obviously didn't get nominated for any Oscars. <laughs> no, although so may we start made the shortlist. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's better than some of the songs that are nominated. There's like the obligatory uh, Diane Warwick yes. one or whatever. The Diane Warren one's okay. Um, 
but yeah, pro- and, so maybe starts probably better song and certainly more integrated into the movie. Um, <sighs> Lost Illusions yeah, the one, one I think is not very good. Lost Illusions won the, um, the Cesar. Sure. What was what nominated the, for best film? Was Lost Illusions directed by Xavier Chioncoli, Annette directed by Leos Carax, Aline directed by Valerie Le Messier, Back North. Wait, what? Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Back Nord by Cedric Jimenez, The Divide by Catherine Corsini, Happening by Audrey Dewan, and Onoda Ten Thousand Nights in the Jungle by Arthur Harari. What are, what were you saying, Colin? Uh, Valerie Lemercier. Why do I know that name? She is the actress in Elaine Also. She's also the actress. I feel like I know her from something else too, which is crazy. Sure. Of course, the uh, on IMDb, the reported budget for Annette fifteen million five hundred thousand dollars. The worldwide gross three million six hundred thirty nine thousand one hundred forty eight. Wow. She is in. Vendredi Soir, the Kaladini movie. Oh yeah, Friday night. This is. Oh yeah, yeah, Friday night. Yeah. yeah. She's the lead in uh, Friday night. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. know she was Aline. Yeah. Aline Dio. Um, and of course, I guess we. This is like the last vestige of the old Amazon regime of like what they were interested in doing, which was like you know. Yeah. Giving interesting directors, yeah, like giving stuff like proper release and stuff. To, yeah, right. Now they're just fully uh, on Prime. Yeah, yeah. It's like weird because like so much of the discourse used to be like Amazon and other streaming services actually like give movie theatrical stuff, and Netflix doesn't. And now I feel like Netflix does give stuff like they give some like, some yeah, releases I think right now. You can see the uh, right. Well, yeah, they, like, struck a deal with Cinemark. Yeah. So, like, Cinemark will just show Netflix movies, like... But it's, like, my indie theaters here, like, I could have saw... I could have watched, like, Hand of God. I could have saw Powered of Dog. Like, they, like, play enough. Like, they play, like, 50 theaters at least. Right, yeah. They do, yeah, their, their awards stuff, I think they're usually pretty good about getting it out there for a few weeks at least. Um... I mean, but, like, right now you can see the new Link Ladder in theaters in some places already, like. Sure. Some places. Yeah, maybe, like, major metropolitan editors, but, like, what was the last Amazon movie to come out after Annette? Was there any? Uh, I mean, they had, uh, Being the, the Ricardos. The Farhadi, right, Being the Ricardos. That played theaters, um, certainly. Yeah. The Farhadi played theaters for a bit, I think. Um, I mean, but like, what were the big ones before? I, mean, I feel like they have. I mean, Nomadland, obviously. They're not ammo. They're not. That I know. I'm joking. It's just about Amazon. I think I've not seen it or know what it's about. Um, oh, okay. I get it. The uh, what? I, I feel like for a while there, they had like a movie at every Oscar. Certainly. Ooh, I don't know about that. Year. Well, they, like, hit big with Manchester. They had Manchester. They were, like, the first streamer to win an Oscar with Manchester by the Sea, which they acquired out of Sundance. And then, since then, they haven't really had a major hit. Until being the Ricardos? Like, 
Last year they had uh, One Night in Miami, yeah. which did like okay. Yeah. I mean, but that one they have a, um, that has a Criterion release that sure was it was awardsy. Yeah. Um. Let me see. They guess they had Les Misérables, the French movie that got the international nod. Right. They they do okay with international stuff. What did they put out they last had, year? They had Cold War. Twenty twenty. I'm saying. Twenty twenty. Um, they had Radioactive, a movie you might hear me and Colin talk about sometime soon. You might. Yes, last or you year there's Les Misérables, Troop Zero, Blow the Man Down, Sound of Metal with them. Night. Sound of Metal. Right, yeah. Sound yeah. Metal. They had Sound of Metal. That one did okay. Um. Borat. Yeah, I mean, another one. What about... Uncle Frank. Sylvie's Love. What was 2019? Uh, 2019. So 2019 is a bad... Oof. 2019 is like Seaberg, The Aeronauts, The Report, (laughs) Honey Boy, The Goldfinch, but that was distributed by Warner Brothers, but I guess they like paid for it. Sure, yeah. Late Night, Peterloo. I mean... Britney Runs a Marathon. Did... Did the report didn't get any Golden Globe nominations? Did it? I f- it did. I think Annette Bening did. Annette Bening, I think did. Yeah, a movie that is it's been a Driver also yeah. incredibly all right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That movie yeah. is like. I think Bening's really good. That movie is like a quarter Benning's good. Right. To like a half, like not good, and then a quarter awful. I read it looked really bad. It doesn't look good, certainly. They did this weird filter for flashbacks. It's like Scott C. Burns is a bad director. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, did he do Walk Among the Tombstones? Or is that that was Scott Cooper? Maybe Walk Among the Tombstones. This is a song I love. That's Scott also. Frank. That's a Scott dick. Frank, yes. Queen's Gambit. Yeah. Yeah, but this, there's a thing that Driver does where he's like, but this is another great chorus number. Yeah. Yeah, this song is good. Yeah, he's already looking very correct at this point. Yeah, yeah. That is an insult. That's the one that is coming up. I feel like a key part of the a key underrated part of the character transformation is like the red in his eyes. Yeah. And making him a little pale. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just love that. <laughs> He's rubbing the uh, the, the, the birthmark. Provocation. <laughs> so sick. This movie's so sick. <laughs> this uh, is maybe his best vocal performance in the movie. No, you used to laugh is good, and so maybe we start. I mean, he's just yeah, part it's of good. It, but he's yeah. good. I mean, I really, I, I feel like I'm not saying a lot about the movie because a lot of what we're I not have talking to say about the movie very much is yeah. that it is just good. Um, but I really, I mean, he's just so good at this. It's like what I he's great at it. It's yeah, one obviously. of those things where I saw it earlier in the year. Um. And, like, I sort of, like, as you see more stuff, obviously, like, whatever mental list you have of, like, good performances fills out. And then it's, like, I have to remember that I love, like, <laughs> this movie I saw in June. 
or July or whatever when it December August. and I'm like was it August? Yeah, okay. Like early August. Yeah, I remember summary certainly. Um but still just like and I'm like, yeah, I do really think that the drivers probably like top three performances last year. Top five. Yeah, he's yeah. An, I mean, it's an incredible. He's a good act. He's like, he's a, yeah, that's a, he's just always very good. Like, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, I know, but this is something it, new from him. It's hard to say, like, what a standout from him is. No, 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 no. I would just, I think this is a, a big standout, and I think he's incredible. I really, I mean, I think he's great, and Gucci and Last Duel, those are also two, like, very compelling, dynamic performances, I think. I th- yeah. I, I, like, I I'm I I'm think... a fan. I think he's good. It, I think he, I think his uh, my biggest credit to him as an actor is that I think he is a person who is very good at mining interesting stuff from performances that even seem uninteresting. Which is something I got from when I watched like even The Force Awakens, where I'm like, there is no reason why this should be an interesting character or performance, and then Driver just like makes it that through just like pure force of acting. And then this is like what I said about Isaac, where it's with Card Counter, where it's like, yeah, Driver was very good at like getting great stuff from performances that maybe didn't have that on the page. And then this is a movie that's completely designed for him to do everything all the time and like show off everything he's got. You know uh, who he looks like here? I feel like you'll know this, Amelia, because I think you just saw this movie recently. Um, Rex Harrison and Unfaithfully Yours. <laughs> yeah, kinda. I guess he. I mean, like the sort of like turtleneck and like long face, getting ready to attack. It looks like. Yeah, sure. The actors that I compare Driver to the most in my head are Cage and uh, James Woods. <laughs> Okay. I feel like I've not seen it, which is a, a crazy thing to say, but I feel like Salvador, that James Woods performance, that is like a movie that Driver would do. The thing I feel is, like Driver is like I don't know. He, maybe like I, I, I worked well with like maybe I don't. I'm not giving Woods enough credit because I haven't seen him a lot. But I feel like Driver in Black Klansman. It's like chiller than either Cage or Woods could ever go. Mm. Maybe Woods. Woods is a one that I'm like. Maybe he could go there, but I have just haven't seen him there. But Cage, I don't think he could. You don't think Cage could play? He's like pretty chill in Rumblefish. Maybe, but that's like him as like a 19 year old. I feel like. So, uh, Which is, it's weird dead. because it's like Helberg is like the famous cage impersonator. Is that true? Sure. Yeah, he he does I it mean, on he does like, them on, on Studio Sixty on Studio Sixty, but literally any talk show he will go on, if somebody will have a he'll he there's like nineteen thousand clips of him doing cage. <laughs> That's so funny. Now, famously, I think he's doing a bad job conducting in this scene. Yeah, and everyone yells at me for thinking that. I mean, it's just like. <laughs> I mean, he's incredibly in rhythm. I don't. I guess I don't know what the craft of conducting is. I guess maybe it just seems like he's just like 
he's not going like very high or very low or like communicating right. dynamism in that way i guess you could say but i feel like this isn't like the most like out there piece i mean that's rex harrison in unfaithful years <laughs> where it's, uh... perfect movie he's so funny that's a very funny movie I mean, I just, I think this is so cool. Uh, I just like, I love that you're doing this. This is something that I think is cool to do. It's like, just, I don't even know what it is. It's like not messy. Because it is so like intricate. It's just, I don't know. The way that he pulls everything off. I really do. I'm like. Everything is a choice and it all works, I think, basically. I more appreciate it than like it, I'll say. This is good. I'm I'm liking the Helberg bits more this time, I'd say. I think I mean he's the first time I saw it, I was I thought people were going a little too hard, being like it's so incredible. And this time I more sort of get it. I mean, and then later on also like yeah. All his stuff with Driver in this next yeah. half or whatever is so. They, I mean, they play their size relative to each other so well, <laughs> where Driver just bullies them. It's so crazy. Um, but yeah, back to the Cesars. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, God, let me. When did I have. Okay. Uh, Annette won Best Director. Um. What else did it win? Sound editing. Was it nominated? Or, was Driver music? nominated? He might not be allowed he was to be there. He was at the. Oh yeah, he was nominated. Wow. He lost to Benoit Magimel in Peaceful, directed by Emmanuel Berko. Helberg was not um, nominated. Crazy. Dolan, Xavier Dolan was. What for what? Lost Illusions. What's that? I don't know that. It's like a Xavier Giancoli movie. I don't know what it's about. And Dolan's in it? Yeah, Dolan is in it. Just had the night. That's so funny. That's why I have to see it too, so I can see that Dolan. Same with Bad Times at the El Royale. I mean, with it too, I'm pretty sure. I guess I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty sure you could probably just watch like the first ten minutes, and you would get that performance, right? Maybe. I haven't seen it one. I think jumping to it two will be the move. I've I've seen it one, but uh, because I I I mean that character is just like he he shows up for a scene and dies. That is what he's just like a person who gets killed as a hate crime in one scene. Baby Annette is singing and they are in wonder. <laughs> um Cotillard was not nominated. That's crazy. She, yeah, in like 
a lean one. Seydoux for France was nominated. Virginia Fira for Benedetta was nominated. Vicky Creeps for some movie called Hold Me Tight. I always like to see creeps get recognized. Our close personal friend. Yeah, you run you run her Instagram, right, Kelly? Uh, yeah, I tell her I give her the okay on whatever she posts. <laughs> it's always like <laughs> my response is always, "This one looks good, V." <laughs> Dictated but not read, <laughs> Cullen. <laughs> v. <laughs> And that was also nominated in Best Original Screenplay. Which is weird because it doesn't have a credited screenwriter, I think. It is credited, is to, it's like... credited to Leo's Kairos, Ron Mail, and Russell Mail, who have a story by credit. Right, that's right. It has a story by, it doesn't have screenplay by, I think, because yeah. obviously they just wrote the songs. <laughs> We should talk about the production of this a bit because wasn't it like they had had it for a while? What do you mean? Like I the Sparks Brothers had said. written. Oh, short like the journey, right? I mean, well, they like twenty sixteen, because uh, it was going to be sure. Rooney Mara, and right. uh, it was. I mean, they, right? They had previously were going to do something with Tim Burton. Right, but yeah. That was a complete. That was, that was a completely different movie. That was a different thing. Yes. Yeah. But that was like it, and it didn't. It never worked out. It never came through. And it, was that going to be stop motion? Maybe I don't remember. Maybe. But then you yeah, should make I it think now. This also. Absolutely. Um, you're not excited for the Wednesday Adams High School show that, that he's making. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. um Yes, and then yeah, I don't know. Yeah, they they I guess they had it for a while. Um, right, and there was it was who else was it? It was Rooney Mara. It was Rooney Mara. Then it was Michelle Williams, and they had to wait until uh, twenty nineteen to finish uh, for Star Wars uh, for Driver, and then at that time, Cotillard came in for Williams. So it was always Driver, and then also Helper joined after Cotillard. Um, yeah. And then it seems that they, this is just per Wikipedia, but they, uh, they, it was filmed mostly in LA, Brussels, and Bruges, uh, with a little bit of Munster, Cologne, and Bonn in Germany. Um, and Rihanna was also supposed to be in it originally, but not as, not as the wife. Just as maybe a, a pop star in a Rihanna type. Uh, I met, right. I think we speculated about this. That was gonna be like maybe in the at the Hyper Bowl. I think that yeah, people right? had said like, this in collaboration with yeah. Baby Annette. Okay, so it was in the late '80s. Sparks tried to make the Japanese manga My the Psychic Girl into a musical with with Tim Burton. He picked. He purchased the rights. Then Burton made Nightmare Before Christmas and in Ed Wood instead. So the rights dropped out, and then Francis Ford Coppola developed the movie for a while. Wow. And then Sony Pictures Entertainment put 
Kirk Wong attached to the record. I don't know who Kirk Wong. But the, is he like an animator, maybe? Or he's a Hong Kong film director, says here. But uh, apparently that didn't also work out, and then they wrote a album that was sort of like a musical called The Seduction of Ingmar Bergman, which is about right, yeah, Ingmar Bergman trying to make movies, but was like secretly about them not being able to make that movie. Here's where I saw the Sparks doc. I vaguely remember this. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was like also a thing that people were sort of hyped for. Where it's like, yeah, this is the year of Sparks. The year of Edgar Wright too. Well, that sure. And that is crazy how that did turn out in a different way. Yeah. Have you seen Last Night in Soho yet, Emilio? I'm never gonna watch that film. It's very bad. <laughs> It's, and it's like, I still love all those early Edgar Wright movies. Sure, yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy, my girl. Thomas and Mackenzie love also. I don't, still not going to watch that. I, People recording with their phones at this performance of Baby Annette. Very rude. Yeah. They should have had a scene like in uh, The Comedian <laughs> or something or uh, Jack and Jill where Al Pacino gets mad about the guy having his phone. Falling. What's the Tim Heidecker movie? The Entertainer? Is that what it's called? Oh, no. there's uh, That one is The Comedy. The Comedy. Right? No, the Comedian comedy. is uh, Robert De Niro, the Taylor hack from yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, where How he gets mad. What stand-up guy? <laughs> that, I think, is like a sort of... Alan Arkin, <laughs> Michael Caine, Morgan Freeman, Robin Bake. <laughs> One of the three of those <laughs> with whatever replaced guy instead of Michael Caine. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> what a great genre. <laughs> yeah, they've made a bunch of them. Um, if you have Al Pacino, Christopher Walken, Alan Arkin. Yeah, I mean, look, I did get one of the three. Juliana Margulies. Sure, plays someone's daughter, I'm sure. Yeah. Played Alan Arkin's daughter. (laughs) Bill Burr's in it. Yeah. And then, like, what's the one that Zach... Going in Style is the one Zach Braff directed that was a remake. Right. That's Morgan Freeman... Alan Arkin, Arkin. <laughs> <laughs> and Michael Caine. Michael Caine. <laughs> sure. Is that the one that's those three? Alan Arkin. Yeah. If Morgan Freeman getting checked. <laughs> if he in La- Las Vegas. <laughs> I Alan Arkin will just no. Do Las Vegas. Anything. Las Vegas is Michael Douglas, <laughs> Kevin Klein, Robert De Niro, Niro, Morgan Freeman, again? and Morgan Freeman again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Morgan Freeman, <laughs> Mary Steve Burton. <laughs> Freeman is the one, yeah. I guess it. I right. guess he started it all with a uh, bucket list. Yeah, bucket list. Is there is there sure. another one? <laughs> I mean, we have the female equivalent with like book club. Book club, yeah. Right? Like, Which, it's is... crazy that I haven't seen book club. But I just. I That's guess we true. just mean movies with a bunch of that ain't Frank style kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> we can't keep referencing that ain't Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just explain what the bit is? I I mean, yeah. We, <laughs> Emilio and a friend of ours, <laughs> the three of us were watching Looney Tunes back in action. Uh, 
what's the song? <laughs> if Fly Me to the Moon or something? Yeah, yeah Fly Me to the Moon, right. but... Uh, Starts playing, <laughs> but and it, then I was like, oh! And then Michael Bublé starts singing, I was like, what the fuck? And someone was like, it's Michael. And I was like, yeah, but he ain't Frank. And I was like, he's not Frank. And then Amelia was roasting me, and was like, he ain't Frank. So now you, that's just the type of, that's a guy. He ain't Frank. <laughs> Because I, yeah, oh, I earnestly boy. am like, uh, uh, a Frank Sinatra. Yeah, what fan. do you call those guys? A Rat Pack guy. <laughs> right, yeah. Where I'm like, Dino, baby. Sammy Davis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the going viral moment of Baby Annette. Fun, uh, lots of fun uh, outfits on Annette. This is the Beatles. She's gone viral, so, 81 yeah. million views. Almost 82. Just getting started. The, who's in that one? Arkin Freeman? No. And... It's, it's Freeman, Tommy Lee Jones, and Rene Russo. That's good. <laughs> That's a squad. That's the same really... year as Going In Style. Freeman. And yeah, here's the Sparks Brothers. I don't know if I talked about this last time we talked about this movie, but when I first saw this, I think... Uh, before, um, before Cotillard dies, I was like, oh, I really have to go to the bathroom. And then I was like, I'll just wait until the end of the movie because surely it's over soon. (laughs) So you waited fully half the movie. Yeah. Probably like to go to the bathroom. Probably like 70 minutes. Yeah. Just holding it. And I, that's why I missed the, um, yeah, uh, we'll get to it at the end, but that's what I missed. Which we will certainly wait for. Yeah. We got to watch the whole thing. funny falling asleep on Helberg. this is good music here i like yeah. this ellen arkin is apparently the fourth fleet of grudge match also which is only kind of yeah. that kind of movie but who's the third who's um, kevin hart kevin hart yeah because he's he's with uh de niro or stallone i don't know you know it's stallone de niro hart arkin kim basing here john bernthal ll cool j anthony anderson <laughs> Yep, yep, that's a good cast. <laughs> I should, um... It should not be De Niro. He's not, like, a Stallone contemporary. But it, like, it, I guess it's, just, the same it's, just, it's just Raging Bull versus... Oh, yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, De Niro, like... There it is. He, I guess he we just love got Annette. old. That's the big gif. The We Love Annette gif. It'd be cool to be in a fancy hotel. Yeah. Wish someone would want me me to go on tour. Yeah, I'd love it. I mean, look, I'd love a comp hotel if anybody wants to do that for me. God, that would be the dream, really. I'll stand on a cake or whatever. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So I'm just putting it out there. It's great. If you want to see me, like, mush a banana with my toes, <laughs> I got no shame. I'll do it. <laughs> Pay me How, for me to be yeah. in a hotel. I, a thousand percent you would not do that. <laughs> what? No, there's no shame in that. <laughs> I mean, I assume you would have to be fully clothed otherwise. It would probably. just be locked shot on my toes and the bana- bowl of banana, I guess. Did you know a tray that, of banana. that Michael Caine was in an old guy's heist movie called The King of Thieves? 
Who else is in nope. that? Tom, Tom Courtney, Michael Gambon, Charlie Cox, Jim Broadbent. If it, All British If it's guys. British, yeah. Well, that's like that one... What's that old soldier movie where they, like, swim? Where they swim. I feel like there was a movie that came out, like, in 2016 or 17 that was about a Who's bunch it? of old guys that swam, and they're all British. Who's the guy from Downton Abbey and the Paddington movies? Hugh Bonneville? Yeah, Hugh Bonneville. I want to say he's in it. Oh, is that the movie with the guy from... Uh... The fucking I forget what those movies are called. The one where they just eat. Oh, oh, the trip. Yeah, yeah. Rob Brydon. I think Rob Brydon in is in it. Here's yeah. Here's okay. where we get the song. The Helberg. Swimming with men. Yeah. Who's in that? <laughs> Run it down. It's just a. It's not a lot of famous people. It is Rob Brydon is the famous person. So maybe you're talking about a different movie. Well, no, no, no. That's the one I was thinking of. Is Hugh Bonneville in it? Doesn't no. seem like. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy vibe from Driver coming in here. Yeah. Right. As a reminder, you're listening to our Annette commentary <laughs> as we look up the movie Swimming with Men. I mean, look. I'm just looking for old guy movies, you know? This is what it would be like if you were watching with us. <laughs> yes. so cool Rapongi is very funny this I'm a little like okay we got it like let's no I think this is so funny (laughs) he looks so rough (laughs) Yeah, the short hair. Just getting shorter. Yeah. I guess there is a lot of story told through hair in this movie, I'm realizing on this watch. Yeah. Helber gets the beard. Cotillard has, like, a lot of different haircuts. I guess if you squint, Old Man and the Gun is kind of that kind of movie. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But that one's not like I'm getting back into it, right? That one's just like this is what he does. Yeah. He no, that one's like he's getting out of it. Well, yeah, he's like one last job. Yeah, going in style and all those. That's like in Las Vegas and uh... yeah. <laughs> Le- yeah, Las Vegas. We said it was Douglas and Klein and. Freeman and who else? I know he's just... And De Niro. De Niro in Las Vegas, yeah. Yeah. Romani Malco, Mary Steenberg, Michael Ely. We know a lot of... That's funny. We can't just go back and rehash (laughs) Sorry, 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 sorry. (laughs) Las Vegas has the great cover poster where it's like the four of them like pointing like they're, they're entourage. They're like look at all the lights in yeah. Las Vegas. Like 
I mean, the the poster I'm looking at is a very that he that ain't Frank <laughs> as poster. They're like in white suits. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the, I know. I now see the one you're talking about. Yeah, they look like a doo-wop group. <laughs> like they should be on a street corner or something. We should when we tease out this episode, we should post that poster. <laughs> This week, yeah, uh, Annette and Las Vegas, <laughs> or three of those. Annette Las Vegas going in style and, and a big Bang Theory poster. <laughs> Someone write that down so we remember it and post we'll it. Remember. A young Sheldon. The, um... L.L. Bean really getting a workout in this movie. But don't hate, bro. Listen. They're sick sweaters. They're nice sweaters. They're boy. They're boyfriend. They're boyfriend sweaters for sure. I'm meeting the parents ass sweater. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Stiller and Meet the Parents. Star of Evil Van Hope of the Shining. <laughs> You're all really obsessed with that. <laughs> I mean, it is crazy. <laughs> and he's like the first guy to create fire. And he's like, okay, everyone cannot shut up about fire. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it just makes you warm. <laughs> well, I can cook food. Well, it's inside. They're getting eaten by vultures every day. <laughs> the story of Prometheus for you Greek mythology fans. We should do more mythology episodes. Okay. More? What was our first one? <laughs> well, this one. <laughs> we just casually mentioning <laughs> Prometheus. <laughs> I don't even know if I got that right. I was saying, we're like, Emilio actually did not know what he was talking about. And he's like, this is an episode about mythology. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that right, actually. <laughs> That's a dub for sure. Hey, whenever I, get, I have a chance to seem smart, I need to take it. We've all been there. So, yeah, this is where... I mean, this is... I do think... This is a great look for Helberg, just generally. Yeah, that's a good look. Sure. He's throwing fits the second half. This is this is he, good. he's very Lincoln Center core, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Sure. You'd catch him at the fifty first street or the fifty uh fifty ninth street station. Yeah, Columbus Circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Walking to the Starbucks. <laughs> Adam Driver is the phantom of the coffee shop. <laughs> he is of course about to die yeah I think about this the scene pool. a lot of just like the pool does look gross now yeah it's nice and dirty but he just like gets in his face so hard it's so he's such yes, an asshole I would not like to perform this scene with Adam Driver I feel like it would be Intense. scary <laughs> how tall is Helberg god he has to be like 5'6 Berg height. 
Five six, it says here. Ugh. Shorter than me. Taller or shorter? Shorter. I'm five seven. Shorter. And driver's what, like six two, six three? Yeah, it's about Emilio height. <laughs> He's six two. Fun grin from Emilio just now. <laughs> yeah, he like on the call. Really riding the high of being the same height as that driver. I'm also as good an actor and as handsome. Yeah. <laughs> and if anyone wants to ask me, I will send you what I've got on my bank account, my ATM receipt. <laughs> Ladies. If you want a Henry McHenry type guy in your life, <laughs> you want a Henry McHenry Jesus type guy. I'm just getting wrapped up watching the movie now. I know. This is like... I'm Googling Stephen King Broadway. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's it. Uh, I mean, they did Misery with uh, Bruce Willis and Laurie Metcalf. That is great casting. I mean, famously, Bruce Willis was like terrible and like didn't know his lines. Um, That's very funny. But I'm sure Laurie Metcalf... There's the Carrie musical, right? There is a Carrie musical, yes, which is a famous Broadway flop, uh, is sort of a cult hit oh. now, and then had sort of a redemptive off-Broadway production, like, maybe seven or ten years ago. The Ghost I Brothers ask... of Dark Lane County? What everyone's favorite musical That's the musical are. he co-wrote with, he, he wrote the book for with John Mellencamp writing the songs. That's crazy. <laughs> the cougar himself. <laughs> yes, it never uh, never came to New York. I think it had T-Bone Burnett seems it was also up. Right, That's it funny. was also like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what's what's everyone's favorite musicals? I'm sure you have a lot of opinions, Andy. Do you have filmed musicals? You mean? Yeah, yeah, like movies. Sure. Um, I mean, I love Chicago. Okay. Um, that was like my first movie love. Really, I've talked about this on the podcast. Um, I don't know. I've talked about it, I, th- I talked about it on uh, on Ain't Day Beats a bit when I was doing uh, Posse on that. Although I don't know if that episode's available to listen to anymore. Um, uh, I mean, what else? Like, obviously, like say so you've like you know. sung through sort of like uh, Rochefort and um, S- Cherbourg. Sung through uh, Sh- Chantel Ackerman's Golden Eighties. I love a lot. And that's yes, like, I need to see that. You, I know you've been hyping that up for like a year. Or so. Yeah, it's like um, French pop in the '80s, set at a mall, love stories, sung through musical with like a hairdresser. It's really, really spectacular. Yeah. Um, I mean, default. I think I just kind of have to say all that jazz, but uh, 
Sure. I saw that um, once when I was like 17 and not again since, and I don't really remember it. I mean, that's it. I remember it's showtime and that's it. Sure. I don't well, remember like any of the songs. It's not a very song. It's not like a it's real song. Oh, movie, sure. Yeah. It has like numbers um, in it, but it's not like. Yeah. When they do dance, it's great. The like re- when they do the um, rehearsal, I remember that. That's so good. Yeah. Um, um, Little Shop of Horrors is like one of my favorite movies of all time. I really love that. Little movie. Shop I, I saw for the first like... time twenty twenty, and became very yeah. obsessed with the song Downtown. <laughs> yeah. Skid Row, sure, whatever, yeah. Famously sure. performed by Andy at karaoke in the at Toronto. I one of the things I'm sad is I miss from that Toronto that tip that I didn't go to. Is I, uh, apparently Andy belting out <laughs> alarm <laughs> without looking at the lyrics once. Yeah, Andy put that one was tough. Because it was not really in my vocal range, and then also I was like, oh, wait, there's, like, two people singing this a lot, and, like, it's not, it doesn't quite fit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My Heaven on Their Minds, though, from Jesus Christ Superstar, I think was good. Yeah. I was very proud of my rendition of that. I need to watch that movie. That song, I think, is, like, maybe the best musical song of all time, I think. I do need to it's see that movie. incredible. That's, it's an incredible yeah, song. Yeah, Jesus Christ it's, yeah, it's, because, like, that movie is solid, and, like, it's far from, like, my favorite version of that material. But, like, that material, I think, is, like, bulletproof. Like, you cannot fuck that material up, in my opinion. Like, you have to, like, not be able to sing it to fuck it up. Like. I, I think about Jesus a lot. Yeah. This is Don't you believe... <laughs> The things they say of you. This is the guy who does the. She is a baby after all. Yes. This is yeah. The the false starts are funny. The hyperbole, which of course is the funniest thing in a movie. Like, yeah, calling it the hyperbole. Yes. I don't think we ever got to the bottom. Do you think it is a hyperbole pun, or do you think it was just they switched? I don't. They've just switched. Hi, hi, super I for think hyper. It was just what. Yeah, I'm sure Super for Hyper was the main thought. I, I mean, guess that's think, maybe how they aware with... are people of, like, the phenomenon of mispronouncing hyperbole as hyperbole? I mean, I, it wasn't even that phenomenon as much as just, like, you know, as, it's, uh, close. it's close enough to where you would think of it, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe that's why they went with hyper over, like, ultra or whatever, right? Like, or mega? What if this movie was a hit if it was called the Ultra Bowl? <laughs> Calling his daughter a little bitch, very classy. I do just love the way this looks. He's got a great look right now, I think. The skinny of the beard. I weirdly think he's getting hotter the more he looks like Leo's character. I mean, yeah. He yeah, he's, he's the hottest I, at the end. I think he. If, I think it's just a strong. I think it's just a strong look. I. Uh... I mean, he's a very strong looking. Like he's always very bold looking. <laughs> yeah, I guess, but I guess, I guess it just means. Have you seen he, look, he looks more styled. No, I'm never gonna watch Gucci. 
But Gucci's good. Really? Gucci's good. He's good in Gucci. That movie like loses track of that. I mean, character the, the whole thing with that movie is that it's just up and down. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I do like him a lot. Tony just needs to understand. When I say I'm never gonna watch something, it's not because I think it is bad. It is just I cannot ever see myself getting around to it. I mean, we don't need to get into this now. Deep Water, you should just watch. It's the time to watch it. I'll watch it in like seven months. Should I watch it? You might like it. Tracy Letts is very good at it. I don't That's know, the thing. I don't know how you are on like Gone Girl and sort of. Erotic. I like Gone Girl a lot. It's like sort of Gone Girl at Home type beat. Right. Gone Girl's great. But it's not really a Gone Girl is a movie. Like, I could really. Gone Girl is a movie I think yeah. about like when I watched that in theater, watching that knowing nothing about what Gone Girl was about. I was like, that was what, like, I think it was one of the most excited times I was ever watching a movie in the theater. I mean, it's great. Just like one yeah. of the best. Uh, um, I could really see myself going either way on Deepwater. Yeah. Like, this is incompetent. Or I know. like, oh, this is really great. I think it's well, like, it's well made enough what, that you what, might. What do you think it ranks in comparison to Woman in the Window, which is another similarly received um, movie that you're like, this is good. I feel like Woman in the Window it, get much more. Well, yeah, this reviews. is much better received than Woman in the yeah. Window. There's, I feel like, yeah. What do you think of Woman in the Window, Andy? Haven't seen. <laughs> I know. What the I, I, I don't get Yeah, I will them. say Deep Water, I'm I'm a much more compelled to watch than I ever was a woman in the world. Like Deep Water, there the is there is a world in which I will watch it. Jacob Elordi, yeah. how could I miss him? He's so <laughs> he's really funny. It's funny to think of Jacob Elordi, Tracy Letts, and Lil Ro Howry hanging out. Um But yeah, I mean Woman in the Window is one of those things where it's like Joe Wright and everyone basically involved has come out and been like, this is not the movie we want to make and we think it sucks. And I'm like, yeah, but I watched it and it is cool and it's good. So I like it. <laughs> and I like, sure. everyone's like but, writing it off. But maybe it was a masterpiece. I mean, if it was, if I guess so. I think this is just Tony Gilroy magic. Um, did, did Tony Gilroy do that one also? He did the reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> That's he's that's what he does. Tony Gilroy, days, I think. that's such a weird Listen. career and reputation to have. I feel like that is like I feel like you're not making board is good. I feel like you're not making any friends like that. Sure, yeah, we're just like yeah, I'll do whatever. I'll but I, he like doesn't give a shit, right? He like hates like franchises or like he's just like whatever. It's just like Rogue he's One. He's not precious about it's it. Just like that's such a weird thing, right? Weird. This movie. lady's so crazy. Rewatched it recently. <laughs> this is just where the movie gets like French types, really. <laughs> yeah. Where it's like, yeah. That's Okan Uba Ubanga Jones. Do you think he's like friends with Carex, right? I assume so. I think so. Do you think? Do you think that's her thing, or Carex told her to do this? Or no, that's that's the judge. I'm sorry, this is the name I just. Yeah, said. I was gonna say that would be weird if that was her name. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I did not look closely at the Amazon Stray thing. <laughs> uh, there's a story that I can't tell on Mike, but I will tell you after we're recording. Is this something I did? No, 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 no. No, okay. I'll, I'll need to remember this. Um. 
we're coming up to like the scene. I'm getting really excited because the last scene is just so good. Yeah, I am curious. How do you think it's playing better on a rewatch for the movie? Me, I think uh, I think I have a lot of similar things. I think I feel similar. To, there are certain elements like Helberg and a lot of the Boko performances and a lot of the look of it that I'm connecting to more. But I still am not like fully on the this is a masterpiece. This is a great movie train, maybe. I think it's a very good movie. Yeah. I don't remember this. Uh, me all. neither, it's actually. Crazy. There's a lot of stuff that I playing did not remember. I'm just yeah, I right. I'm just thinking about like the final scene and I'm like, oh boy, it's coming. But like, yeah, this I'm like I don't remember this in the movie at all. Did he get skinny for this? I think he must have. Or is this he, that's makeup? something that he does. I know he's he. I know he's capable of being skinny because it's like I mean it's like silence where he's silence, like, where he's like yeah very skinny but right. I need to rewatch Silence. Me too. I loved it. It's, I, it's, I, it's quite I, long. I think, yeah, and very it punishing. Is. I saw I like it. In it the I remember loving it, but it it is certainly like a movie right. that I, I saw it in the especially not, after like, the yeah. rewatch. Right after the year Garfield had. I just want to, like, revisit some of his stuff, I guess. I never saw 99 Homes. I've Me neither. It is fine. Fine is maybe generous. I think it is not very good, but, uh... It's not the worst thing anybody does. <laughs> it, that, that's, He's really that, weird in Hacksaw Ridge. That's just, like, uh... That's Michael a, yeah, Shannon doing I really Michael. don't like that performance. That whole movie is, is so committed. crazy. Yeah. Um, that, movie, I, I, that movie does not. I don't. How did I not remember this? I do this? not abide by that movie. This, I mean, it's just part of the whole, like, everything in this movie is so. Right. And I get, like, this is, like, I feel like the final scene, like, makes all this point, like, way better than, like, this stuff does. So it's just, like, feels a little redundant to me. Crazy lizard. Crazy lizard is a funny thing to say. Um. Yeah. I the basically. I basically am the same. I think just think this movie is very good. Here we go, baby. This is where. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean when this this when this happened in the theater, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yes, it's a real like okay, all your sins are forgiven sort of scene, like where it's like any trepidation you have before this, like by the time you get to this, it's like okay, like great, you had something in the chamber. Birthmark really big at this point. Yeah.
there she is she's taller i mean it looks like he has i mean unless that's just very harsh lighting it looks like he has a lot of makeup on here yeah the shadow is certainly not helping him he looks his nose is very prominent i feel like right now he looks yeah. pretty vulture-y yeah he does look like a vulture like a cartoon vulture yeah very gaunt. I guess I would be curious if he lost a lot of weight for it. Or if it is just what they see through the makeup and like maybe digital effects also. And like he maybe like getting like you know, sometimes people will give a performance where they just like they just like hunch or whatever and like scratch Yeah, you can make yourself small. Yeah. Because his shoulders even look less broad. Like, There she is. Incredible moment. Crazy. Um, yeah. I could imagine it being, um, I guess it's not someone's daughter, but, like, I always think about in, um, that Safety Brothers movie, Daddy Long Legs, it's, like, Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth's kids are the kids in that. That's funny. And they, like, just through, like, someone else, like, I think they, like, knew her husband. Unless it's her kids in a different movie. Now I need to look this up. No, 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 no. Not Kim Gordon. What am I saying? Um... I certainly have no idea who you're talking about. Sure. <laughs> Um, it was the the guitarist from Sonic Youth, Lee Ronaldo, his sons. <laughs> I knew it was someone from Sonic Youth. I just assumed it was Kim Gordon. This too big a thing to throw in at this point, but what did the Safety Brothers directed and wifey side talk? Wow, I bet you can. I can see Josh Safdie being on one of those. What if Spider Cuz watched the net? And yeah, the song. Yeah, I do. I mean, I like the music in this song a lot. Yeah, this song is pretty. Yeah. Da, 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 da. It's like a true like lament. It's great. Yeah. Deep the abyss. I mean, and uh, yeah, driver's just so good. And he's like, he's not like a singer. It's so impressive. No. It's. I mean, yeah. It's the same thing we were talking talk about with Dinklage, right? Like where it's like. Sure. Yeah. He acts it so well, like. 
I don't. I mean, I think he's much better than Dinklage. Dinklage is a crazy performance, but also those songs are a lot worse. Yeah, yeah. So but I, I can see Dinklage having the right, I guess, tone of voice for that kind. Of, I guess, I guess, I don't know how much, how nationally, the Sirena not. Because you know, every national song is like <laughs> it's very yeah. yeah, long and sad and boring. Um not all of them it's a, it's a very odd musical uh yeah. it's like very I, I i think we talked about is this. he mostly the person who do other people sing in it it's like everyone everyone sings, sings. kelvin harrison mendelson mendelson kelvin number, harrison yeah. is very good uh Haley bennett is okay i don't really like i mean that is like a nothing character but um but yeah everyone sings and Peter Dinklage basically raps at one point. <laughs> so early on, I was like, this movie's going to suck. And then the rest of the movie, I'm like, wah. There's one nationally song that Glenn Hansard sings. I don't know who Glenn is. It's like Glenn Hansard. He's the guy from Once. I've never seen Once. Okay. But he's like a famous musician okay. also. The what? What is that band called? The Tipper Trap? No. The Swell Season. Swell Season. <laughs> Tipper Trap is... Sweet Disposition. They did the 500 Days of Summer song. But that is the song that I think is great from Cyrano. But the thing about Cyrano is like the sound of the music is good, I think. It's just the lyrics are so boring and bad. And the, the singing. What if Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in a net? <laughs> <laughs> Colin's face right now is the, the blankest smile I've seen since I'm doing... I told Bernadette Peters it was great to see her keep knocking him out of the park. Um... <laughs> I just say that. I've told this story before. Have you? I think so. Where were you? At the stage door of Follies. And you were like, you did it, Bernadette. <laughs> I, I gave her my playbill to sign. I said, oh, it's just so great to see you keep knocking them out of the park. Because I had, like, seen her in a little night music or whatever. And she just, like, blank smile, like, n- smile and nod, handed me back my playbill and moved on down the line. Didn't even say anything. <laughs> the most embarrassing moment of my life. <laughs> in, uh, in, um, life not lacking for them, I would say. <laughs> Yeah, famously in the event of tragedy at Macbeth. <laughs> Starting this podcast. <laughs> Do you think that we've all done something more embarrassing than that on this podcast? On this podcast? There was that one time I said, follow us if you scare. And I, You will not let that moment go. That was fine. Cullen. Uh, I did, one time I was like, Bardo seems cool. And then you were all like, people died making it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the interview two movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is it worse than Parmesan? I don't know. <laughs> We can't can't tell that story (laughs) now, can we? No, not at We are so. We we need to talk about Annette as it's wrapping up. Yes, he's uh, Annette is being taken away from Henry McHenry. Who's taking care of Annette? 
the uh, state, I assume. <laughs> he has a lot of money, I'm sure. I mean, not she's a child. She doesn't have a bank account. I know, but I'm saying like there's a family member or something. Yeah, and then this was like the ending. I was just like, he's gonna talk at us, isn't he? <laughs> so crazy. This. Oh, I'll say it at the end. Yeah, but I was saying, this is like I was, as soon as this happened, I ran to the bathroom. I was expecting like uh, well, for it, him to just walk off set. I guess as like the ending. Yeah, seems like that's sure right. Well, I mean, that's post credits. Sure, I, I feel like it'd be able to admit like sort of like souvenir too. Yeah, for him to just like walk off right there and and it just be like a, right. a set. Souvenir two, got to rewatch. It's so good. It's like that movie. People are going to come around to it in a big way. I think both of those souvenir movies are weirdly underrated. And the second one is. Did we give souvenir no two an award? I do not think so, which is insane. What was the? I think Jesse wasn't that Maybe, into it. I yeah. guess because I certainly like it more than this movie. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Uh, in, in that I think Souvenir 2 is an 8, and this is like a 7.5. But uh, I think this is probably like an 8, and Souvenir 2 is like a 9.5. <laughs> yeah. Do we talk over the entire credits uh, usually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also I think stuff. So. We gotta do. We gotta run the movie out. Um, famously, we talked about uh, how all of our DVD Blu-ray menus looked at the end of. Uh, Dark Waters, and I said I had a I was looking at a VLC traffic cone. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, there. I mean, there are a lot of movies I think that are better than this last year. I do think this one is still very good, though. Yeah, this it was like my like I think just in like my lower twenties, like in the twenty five to thirty slot somewhere in there. Uh, let me pull up my list. Yeah, I'll look at my list. I have it at 15. Oh, I have it at 19, actually. Just above The Last Duel. That's maybe wrong. I should maybe swap those. I have Last Duel at 22. Um, I like Last Duel. But this is like... I saw a lot of movies that I liked a lot last year. Um, Yeah. My, like, top 30 are basically all very good. Uh, And my favorite, of course, is a movie that's not out yet, but Segura Diaries. Um, where do I have this? Mine, I have it at 29 in between Dune and Worst Person in the World. <laughs> Crazy. Mine I is mean, between, um, Girl and the Spider, which I also think is a technically came out in 2022 for American, um, yeah. And, uh, Fernie and Luca, which was a small movie that I saw as part of the Indie Memphis. Sure. Yeah, it's my, it's just above Last Duel currently and just below Wheel of Fortune and Fantasy. I get Wheel of Fortune at 12 and Last Duel at 22, yeah. And then Worth is at 17? 
Shout out to Worth. <laughs> Should have been the winner this year. Of what? Everything. Okay. Your 17th favorite movie? <laughs> Even you can't claim to be serious about No, I mean, it just, it, it just obviously, it got zero recognition from anyone anywhere, and that's a bummer. Because um, it's really good. Here we go. Yeah, and I did not see this the first time. Right. Conducting consultant to S. Helberg. S. Helberg is funny. Have we gotten to the special things yet? I don't think we have. No, those are at the near the very end, I think. Oh, I've never seen this. Yeah? No. Nice way to get all the puppeteers in there. Yeah. You think they enjoyed shooting this, or do you think that everybody was like, I want this movie to be fucking done? <laughs> I don't know. I, I do wonder how tough it was to make. It is like the middle of yeah. the night. Yeah, yeah I but know. I mean, they're in the same, maybe we start. Yeah. I'm sure it was done on the same night. <laughs> maybe. I just always, I guess I've been That's maybe too, an ungenerous view of crafts of crafts and like crew people that anything that is like an artsy thing where that 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 they Leo's Carrick thanks Edgar Allan Poe, King Vidor, Paul Marguerite, Stephen Sondheim, Tom Lehrer. Sorry, continue what you're saying. Tom Lehrer is a very funny one. Um, and Driver thinks Chris Rock, Bill Burr. Uh, no. I just I, I guess that's ungenerous. I assume if you like you got into movies enough to be like a craft and crew. Pe- I guess craft and crew are two different, very different people. Like craft people, I can see being into that sort of like artsy thing. But I assume like if you're just like a boom sound guy, I don't know if you were asked to do weird artsy stuff like this, if you would just be like, I'm clocking in, I'm clocking out, I'm taking my lunch break. You can't tell me to do this. Yeah. Annette, a film by Leos Carax. Are you, like all of these like logos at the end of the movie when I always just remember this? Like somebody had to send at least one email to all of those people. That is just like <laughs> Yeah. Amazon tried to get me to watch Patterson. Yeah, that's funny. They tried to get me to watch something though I didn't notice it, so I completely broke. Alright. Folks That was Annette. We did it. We watched Annette. Thank you for joining us. Sorry uh, we didn't talk about the movie time. at all. That's right. Uh, I I had a good time talking about you know yeah we shot Las Vegas shit. and whatnot. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. There weren't any lines for Emilio to gush over like there were in Dark Waters or. Uh, There's some good lines. No, he he was into the, the straight uh, lines. The, yes, I know the, yes. the very some stuff linear work of when uh, I called it national theater live or whatever 
What, what I can't think of his sure, name right, right yeah. now. The, Ed Lockman. The God. Lockman. The God. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. I, the plugs. Emilio, you host. You see, you, you're hosting oh, yeah. the show. Let's do the outro. <laughs> the outro. Yeah. Mm. The plugs. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Can I Kick It. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at C I K I Pod. Same with Letterbox. Same with Letterbox. Uh, and email you can us. email us at Can I Kick It Pod at Gmail dot com. What else do we have to plug? If you want to donate, donate, then we have a coffee. It is at co-fi.com slash can I, like, can I kick it? But just the first two words. Um, You can follow Cullen on Twitter at Clatchley. You can follow me on Twitter at I'm Left Alone. You can follow Andy at Twitter at Andy T Germ. Anything our theme song is by Tree Related. You can find them at SoundCloud.com/slash Tree Related or search Tree Related on Spotify. And with that, and with that, we can release our audience. Goodbye. I give anything for someone to say.